Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It's Thursday, February 29th, 2024, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm your host, Jen Sanasi. Let's dive into those prices. Bitcoin had a tumultuous day yesterday, soaring to $64,000 before quickly reversing to $59,000, triggering nearly $700 million in liquidations in the process. According to Coindesk Indices, Bitcoin has regained since then, trading up 5.5% at $62,654, As of 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Ether rose 4.5% over the same time period at $3,465. Assets in the Coindesk 20 Index were entirely in the green on the day, with Dogecoin and Shiba Inu leading the index. In traditional markets, both the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 fell in yesterday's trading, with traders awaiting the January PCE reading. And in commodities, the Brent crude oil benchmark was trading at $82.13 a barrel. Oil futures were mixed Wednesday as U.S. crude oil inventories rose by over 4 million barrels last week. And lastly, gold was trading at $2,030 an ounce. For more on the market's action, let's bring in Benchmark Managing Director Mark Palmer. Mark, great to have you on the show this morning. Bitcoin is in the green. It seems like crypto assets are in the green across the board. What are you watching this morning? Well, you know, in in my case, as an equity analyst, I'm looking at what is the impact of this big move in Bitcoin that we've seen on the various Bitcoin related stocks. And one of the the names that uh, we are focused on is MicroStrategy. It is effectively a levered play on Bitcoin. If if you look at its performance uh, year to date, uh, it's up about 48 percent, while Bitcoin's up about 42 percent. You know, that that really foots with what we've seen since uh, MicroStrategy began its Bitcoin acquisition strategy back in August of 2020 is uh, MicroStrategy has tended to significantly outperform. Uh, You know, we're also looking across the board at other names. You know, the miners are an interesting sector right now simply because uh, there has been some significant underperformance with some of those stocks uh, relative to the surge in Bitcoin. Uh, I think it has a lot of traders scratching their heads on that one, uh, but it's definitely something to watch. Let's dive into both MicroStrategy and the mining equities, but let's start with MicroStrategy here. And I'm going to ask you the question that many folks ask about the spot Bitcoin ETFs. What's the difference at this point between holding spot Bitcoin 
and holding MicroStrategy stock. And they seem like one and the same at the moment. Yeah, there really are some uh, important differences between the two. Now, of course, you know, if you're an institution, um, typically speaking, your mandate does not allow you to hold Bitcoin outright. So you're looking for a proxy. And the question then is, are you going to hold a, a spot Bitcoin ETF or are you going to hold shares of MicroStrategy? I would argue that uh, MicroStrategy has um, some real advantages. Uh, one is the, the one that I already made reference to, the fact that this is a levered bet on Bitcoin uh, using what the company would term as intelligent leverage. The company has about $2.2 billion in debt on its balance sheet, uh, in addition to all of the Bitcoin that it holds on balance sheet. And so you get the, uh, the uh, benefit, the impact of leverage on the way up, and we have seen that translate into uh, gains. Now, there are some other advantages, uh, particularly if you're an institution that's um, holding uh, MicroStrategy versus uh, an ETF. Uh, one is that you've got a robust options ladder around MicroStrategy stock. You can hedge your position in a dynamic manner, and so you can uh, effectively blunt some of the, the downside uh, when it does occur uh, by using options. Um, you have a, a complex capital structure, again, with $2.2 billion in debt. That includes some very big convertibles, one $650 million, the other $1.05 billion. Uh, MicroStrategy offers you a lot of different ways to play. A spot Bitcoin ETF simply does not. You know, you mentioned MicroStrategy becoming a levered bet here. How much are you paying attention to MicroStrategy's other business operations besides holding a Bitcoin MicroStrategy, as we know, is a software company? How much are you paying attention to what's going on on that side of the business? Well, I, you know, we certainly are paying attention to it, especially as that business has evolved. Now, to give some context, uh, MicroStrategy as a company has been around since the late 1980s and was originally just a uh, business intelligence software company. Really had its heyday in that regard in the late 90s. Uh, the stock was really performing well. It stagnated uh, over the next 15 plus years uh, until the company uh, revitalized its offerings. And uh, more recently, what you're seeing is uh, some real interest in the company's offerings as they pertain to uh, artificial intelligence, AI. Uh, the company has a, a partnership with Microsoft in this regard. Uh, it is incorporating AI into all of its different business intelligence tools, and that's creating a lot of buzz. So uh, while on the one hand, MicroStrategy shares are certainly a play on Bitcoin, and uh, Bitcoin is, uh, if you look at the company's valuation, you know, it represents, you know, the, the absolute bulk of the valuation. But you, know, you do see institutional investors who are buying a MicroStrategy to put it into their AI investing bucket. And so that, that offers an interesting twist on the name. Global crypto regulation, the disruptive power of AI, the rise of tokenization. Consensus is the one event where experts convene to talk about the ideas shaping our digital future. Join developers, investors, founders, brands, policymakers, and plenty more in Austin, Texas from May 29th to the 31st. The 10th annual Consensus is curated by Coindesk to feature the industry's most sought-after speakers, unparalleled networking opportunities, and unforgettable experiences. Take 15% off with this registration code, MD15. Register now at consensus.coindesk.com.
What's your Bitcoin price target while you're looking at crypto equities like MicroStrategy and some of the mining stocks? Just to make the distinction, we, um, as we look at uh, equities, are uh, making an assumption with regard to what the price of Bitcoin will be. So it's not a price target per se, but you know, we are assuming that the price of Bitcoin will reach $125,000 by the end of 2025. Uh, now, how do we get there? We, it's, it's simply a matter of supply and demand. On the supply side, uh, we are acutely focused on the upcoming Bitcoin halving. Uh, when the rewards paid to Bitcoin miners are going to be slashed in half sometime toward the end of April. Uh, what we have seen historically is that uh, with each of the halvings, and there have been three thus far, they occur uh, more or less every four years, is that the price of Bitcoin has rallied uh, nicely going into the halving, but then has really seen uh, a significant rally for uh, a number of months and plus you know, over a year in some cases after that. And so uh, we expect the uh, bull market in Bitcoin to extend during that time period, at least into the second half of 2025. And the uh, percentage gain that we're focused on, we think, could turn out to be conservative. We're simply applying the 10-year uh, Kager uh, compound annual growth rate of Bitcoin to, to be representative of what we've seen uh, with the cryptocurrency. But what has changed? What is different this time? It's the demand side of the equation. The, the reality is that Bitcoin, since its inception, has been a retail-focused instrument. And what's happened now is that you see institutions getting involved, particularly with the advent of the spot Bitcoin ETFs. Uh, what this has done is brought institutions into play in a way that we have not seen before. Um, and uh, it's, uh, we're even seeing, I think, sort of a FOMO, fear of missing out element with regard to those institutions. It's seen in the inflows into those spot Bitcoin ETFs. And um, you know, we, we think that that's a rally that has legs. So um, we're, we're um, impressed by the extent to which we have seen a rise in MicroStrategy adding $2 billion in market cap over a couple of days. But uh, we think that this is a, um, a rally that does have legs and could for some time. Mark, I never thought I would hear FOMO and institutions in the same sentence, <laughs> uh, only, only in this industry, right? Absolutely. All right. I want to talk uh, a little bit about those mining equities before we wrap up here. Some data published on Coindesk this morning showed that miners are offloading their Bitcoin ahead of the halving. I believe that miners are holding the lowest amount of Bitcoin since July 2021. Talk to us about what you're seeing on the equity side and what you expect to see um, as we get closer to that halving date. Yeah, I think from a stock performance perspective, um, you know, the miners have had a nice run. And so the fact that you've got some of them that are backing up a bit uh, seems to be uh, due to a perception among some investors that they've moved too far too fast. And there is uh, certainly the correlation between those stocks and the price of Bitcoin. But um, you're talking about a couple of dozen different names, and they are perceived differently uh, across the street. Um, now, it's important to note that, again, what does the halving do? It cuts the reward that Bitcoin miners receive for each block that they produce in half. That is not, um, on, on paper, uh, a great upside outcome. It's something that the miners have to adjust their economics for. And some of the miners are not as well prepared for that event as others are. And so while you've seen uh, a lot of the Bitcoin miners hold the Bitcoin on their balance sheet, others are offloading it and converting it into cash that they can use. 
to shore themselves up for the impact of the halving. So I think that we are likely to see some volatility around the space for those reasons. I think you're going to see a differentiation across the miners uh, between those that are in better position to withstand the impact of the halving and those are in less good position. But uh, when we get to the other side of that, even if we see some consolidation or shakeout, uh, those names that remain are going to be in very solid position, uh, in our view, heading into the next couple of years. Mark, thanks so much for joining Markets Daily today. It was a pleasure. Good to talk to you. That was Benchmark Managing Director Mark Palmer. And that's it for today's show. For more interviews and macro news on the digital asset space, check out Coindesk's First Mover, also hosted by me, Jen Snassi. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, alongside senior booking producer Melissa Montanez and executive producer Jared Schwartz. I'm your host, Jen Snassi. We'll be back tomorrow with more Markets Daily. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island, jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.